Looking for advice on how to become a better parent? Or perhaps some tips on keeping your relationship with your spouse fresh and exciting? Focus on the Family Canada invites you to join listeners from across the country as they tune into the daily broadcast with Jim Daly and John Fuller. Get the free app for your Apple, Android, or Windows mobile device and receive inspirational, godly encouragement when you need it most. Get the free app today at focusonthefamily.ca slash mobile or visit your Apple, Google, or Windows app store. Well, birthdays can be really fun days to celebrate with your friends and family, especially a surprise party, as we heard. But on today's Focus on the Family, we're going to be sharing how you can use every holiday throughout the year to draw yourself closer to God, your spouse, and your kids as well. Your host is Focus President and author Jim Daly, and I'm John Fuller. John, this is a great day of celebration. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have fun. That's the key thing today. Fun, fun, fun. So let me ask you, has anybody ever thrown a uh, surprise birthday party for you? It wasn't a big, big surprise, but I did come into the (laughs) office one time, and they had decked it all out with the uh, decorations. They had food. They had a gift, a very special gift, and I was really blown away. How about you? Yeah, Gene threw me a 40th surprise party. It was a surprise, and we had friends. We were in Southern California at that time, that weekend. And yeah, it totally came out of nowhere. So my old buddies showed up, Jeff Eves, John Shosda, and others. All your 40-year-old buddies. You know the thing about it, you never feel worthy of something like that. It's like, yes. well, why would people do this? Well, yeah, I, I feel a little awkward when the spotlight is on. I do too. But it's there really are hard. great ways to celebrate birthdays and other events as well. Absolutely. And it's important to celebrate those events. And we're going to talk about that today. Birthdays, holidays, Christmas, Easter, all of it. And what? Uh, kind of thoughtfulness should go into that. And I think it's a great reminder of be thoughtful about how we celebrate these events. I love how the writer in Ecclesiastes says it, um, so I commend you for man has nothing better under the sun but to eat and drink and be joyful for this will go with him in his toil through the days of his life that God has given him under the sun. And that's kind of the theme today. Mm -hmm. We want to rejoice. We want to be joyful, Mm -hmm. especially uh, throughout the calendar year. And we can celebrate these things. We can. And to help us do that, we have holiday expert, wife and mom, Becky Kaiser with us. And uh, she's married to Chris. They have three daughters. And Becky has written the book, Sacred Holidays, Less Chaos, More Jesus, And, of course, we have that at focusonthefamily.ca. And in addition to having Becky with us, Jim, it's always a delight to have Jean, your wife, here with us, too. Absolutely. And this area of celebration and and parties is Jean's forte. (laughs) So I thought, wow, this is the perfect time to have Jean come on. And it's not about being organized. (laughs) Some of the shows we've had you on, Jean. So this is great to have you. Welcome. Well, thank you. It's always great being here. Yeah, Becky, welcome to you as well. Thank you. Of course. Excited to be here. So let me ask you this question out of the gate. Why is this important? Why are celebrating holidays? Yeah, why is celebration, why is it important? Well, I mean, the verse you just read shows that it's a part of God's intent for our life. But also, I feel like in this year, in 2020 and 2021, that seems to be just the actual movie of the trailer of 2020. I feel like we need this more than ever. We need to know how to intentionally and joyfully celebrate Easter and birthdays and all the other holidays that happen, because there are things even in the midst of so much sorrow and chaos 
there are things to still celebrate. Yeah. And so that's I'm hopeful that this book will help bring some joy and light to people's lives yeah. in the midst of Well, let's wild. start with Easter. You mentioned it. Yeah. It's the one right around the corner for us. And you say this is the event that Christians sh- should be celebrating most of all. Right. It's kind of fallen to Christmas, and that's a good one to celebrate yeah. too. But, but actually, the early church celebrated Easter in far bigger ways than they did the Christmas. Right. You know, I think we know it's an important holiday. That's why more people go to church than any other day outside of Christmas. That's why you dress up extra special. But for us as Christians, I think we don't know how to celebrate it beyond going to the Easter service. And so that's one of my biggest hopes because Easter is the foundation of our faith. Easter Christmas is all about celebrating Jesus coming, but Easter is where we lean into the fact that Jesus came and he lived a perfect sinless life and then he died on the cross for our sins. And if it stopped there, we have nothing. There's not a story. It's all a lie. But the beauty of it, the greatness of this gospel message is that Jesus rose from the dead, that we all have new life, that even in the midst of crazy times, we are called to new things in new life and have grace to move yeah. forward. So Now, let me, uh, for Easter, you yeah. describe in the book an Easter that came that really ended up being disappointing to you because of the celebration of that. I think most moms, mm-hmm. wives just leaned in because they've yeah. had that experience. What happened for you? Why it's, Why did it fall apart? It's really every Easter. <laughs> it wasn't just, <laughs> it wasn't one, it wasn't just Easter. one Easter of just not knowing, like, how do you make it special? And it's become about the baskets and the eggs and the... For young families especially, like the perfectly coordinated outfit that you can then post on Instagram and we've missed it. And when you're at this awesome service where you're celebrating that Jesus has risen from the dead, you're really just focused on what time is the ham supposed to get out of the oven or what time are people coming over? That is so bizarre. That's true. The way you just said it, we're celebrating Jesus being raised from the dead Mm -hmm. and we're worried about what time the ham's coming out of the oven. What we're wearing and what we're eating and how long are the kids going to maintain this sugar craze, you know? (laughs) No, that's a great point. Uh, Gene, you have experienced a few chaotic Easters. (laughs) I happened to be there when they occurred. (laughs) Um, How do you feel about those celebrations, Easter particularly? And then what was that catastrophic one that comes to mind? Well, and I share Becky's passion for trying to integrate, you know, both the traditional kind of secular mm-hmm. traditions with the celebration of Christ yeah. or, and of God. And I've always tried to do that. And we have had uh, our our first set of foster children had just moved in the day before. So our boys were some how young old boys. At the time? They were like nine eight and eleven and yeah. ten. ten. So I was close. Yes. This is what we call chaos. Uh-huh. Oh my! Like and our our adorable little young grandniece celebrates with us. So and we had several children there, and some friends uh, popped in, <laughs> and as they walked into our kitchen. It immediately helped me to see what they were seeing. And I'm on the floor with all these kids. They're screaming with delight, but still screaming. There was probably 200 plastic Easter eggs opened up and the content strewn all over the kitchen floor. There was Easter grass. I had these giant plastic (laughs) Easter eggs and they had the... They had the halves on their heads, and wow. it was it was chaos. Uh-huh. There was no celebrating the resurrection <laughs> of Christ in that moment. Mm-hmm. Right. 
How do you feel? What do you think God feels in that moment when you are feeling like I just let I let I blew it. I flubbed it. <laughs> this was Easter and I missed it because we've had we've had moments like that. What's I think he thinking? Everyone has had moments yeah. like that. And so if you ask how does God feel, I think at least for women, we would probably our first gut reaction thought would be God must be so disappointed in me. But the truth is that's not the gospel message, right? What God says is, I just want you to lock your eyes on me and follow me. That Repent from that moment. You probably are thinking bad thoughts in your head when situations like right. that happen, which has happened for every person listening and everyone at this table. But instead, let's turn to him. Let's find new ways of doing things. And that's where we're all at now of how do we pivot from maybe traditions that we've just carried on that have nothing to do with Jesus and find new ways of implementing new things. Right. And so those practical ideas out of your book, what do yeah. you do for Easter specifically? Again, because it's right around the corner. Right. Um, what are some things that the party perfection person can, can, <laughs> can do, do instead. To, to do a good job balancing yeah. these or do, things? You don't have to do it instead. Do it additionally. Okay, good. Um, but the number one thing I think all of us need to do is use this opportunity of celebrating Jesus to lean into the gospel That's or great. whatever you can do. You can just grab your own copy of the Bible Make it a goal to read through the book of John before Easter Sunday. We have to be leaning into Jesus. Remind, Let's remind ourselves after the craziness of this past year, we serve a powerful God who heals the sick, who raises the dead, who feeds thousands of people with just a few loaves of bread. And when you do that, your whole perspective on Easter Sunday will truly be celebratory because you'll remember what you're celebrating. So number one, get in God's word yourself. And number two, I'd say make the most of whatever is your situation. So last year, all of our churches in Texas were shut down. I don't know if they were here as well. COVID shut everything down. And we were like, oh, no, what's spiritual on Easter if we don't have our church anymore? What do we do? And so we threw a big party like it was a birthday. We did streamers. We did streamers on our stairs. So the girls had to break through the streamers. And we had balloons everywhere. And we tried to make it a day of celebration to tell our girls, this is worth celebrating. Yeah. This is such a big That's deal. Big. And they get it a fraction. Yeah. But my hope is each year of their life that they'll realize mom celebrated the biggest. Mom and dad celebrated the biggest on this day. Mm. And that mes- makes this day important. Yeah. Okay, let's move. And that is good. Let's move to the next one. Summer vacation is yeah. the next thing yes. around the corner. Yeah. Um, Which is wild. Okay, this can be really, this. <laughs> it's wild, but this can be also, it requires some planning. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be thoughtful about yes. it, we used to do a lot of camping during summer, and you know, typically I'd rent the campsites, and you got to do that like right. January first in most cases, and all that kind of thing. What do you do with summer vacation? You've had you have a, quite a few good ideas in the book. Yeah, you know, summer vacation is something. I know none of you have young young kids at home anymore, but for those of us who have young kids, how old are your kids? They are. 10, 8, and five and a half. Right. So kindergarten, second, and fourth Perfect. grade. Perfect. What a but great per- time. So fun, except for after the craziness of this past year, there's been a lot of yeah. togetherness. You're going to different parts of the world. Yes. So like after spring break, they were just home all the time, which you love. We love our children, but that's a lot. Um, so in the summer, traditionally, we do a big bucket list of all these things that you can do. And I gave you every idea in the Sacred Holidays book. So when you order that, you have a list to get you going. And that's been something fun for us where I'm not always the activity planner, but we can keep it fun. Choose from the list of something to do. But I will also say, going back to Give Yourself Grace, is last year after the we had spent a lot of time together by the time summer hit. And it was like... I can't do a list. Like, I can't do anything. And so 
I would just encourage everyone listening, whatever your year has been like, is to look at your summer and ask yourself, what's the best way our family can stay connected mm. and loving one another? I'm going to pry a little bit more because in the book yeah. you talked about a summer coming that you felt out of control. I don't know if this is yeah. last summer, but yeah. a summer, and uh, you weren't really ready for it. That's where most yeah. people are going to be. Yeah. So what happened and what was the out of control nature of that and how did you get it under control, mom? Well, I don't know if any mom would say you <laughs> I know that's always their wish. I mean, I'm going along with the facade. Yeah, it was definitely last summer because we had been together since March, the first week of March. We went on spring break and they stayed home forever after that. Yes. Um, so that was last summer and I felt like I didn't get a hold on of it till the end of summer and we started doing, it's something my girls still ask for where we did mornings with mom and so we got like the storybook bible and they each had a clipboard and we would go through a book of the by our story in the storybook bible and they could have coffee or hot chocolate or tea and it was this sweet we've never done family devotional seriously those were the choices who Coffee? didn't do chocolate? <laughs> Would you like hot chocolate or tea? I'll take tea, mommy. Right? They, my girls like love tea parties. Oh, that's awesome. Sorry. I don't have girls. You have all boys. We boys are all chocolate yes. all the time. Give me you the chocolate, don't, dad. You don't what have you? lavender tea, tea with your boys? <laughs> it's not a binary no. thing. You can do tea and chocolate. It's true. So the point is, though, always go back to how can you intentionally connect with your kiddos and give yourself grace in that process because it's not easy. But doing that is very, very helpful. Okay, let's go to birthday celebrations. Now, I don't know about the moms in your circle, Becky, but Jean is like birthday mom. I mean, it's the big deal. I used to say, can we just like give them a sandwich? (laughs) Put a candle in the sandwich and sing happy birthday and we'll be done. But no, this was extraordinary links. Uh, Jean, do you remember a birthday party that sticks out that you really uh, had a little stress maybe? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sure there was only one. Only one. That one party. I loved, I loved throwing birthday parties and... But I don't even know what I was getting stressed about. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have to clean my whole house. Right. You know, people just saw the kitchen. It was outdoors. Yeah. And it was boys, yeah. eight-year-old boys. Right. I would just say this is where friendship shows up. We had Mike and Angie oh, would come over. Yes. And they I think they knew the rhythm of our oh, birthday absolutely. celebrations. So Angie would come over early enough to give Jean a hand. I mean, oh, that, and stay late. And really, it would really help because yes. it freed me up a little yes. bit. <laughs> she would, Way to go, awesome. Mike and Angie. But it's yes. good to have good friends. Yeah. To help you in that way. Absolutely. Becky, you emphasize uh, that you can make someone feel special for less than $10. Now, all the guys just leaned in. Does that, <laughs> does that work in dating as well? My husband was probably like, what? $10, bucks, that's great. How do we do that? I wouldn't say it's always under $10, but the thought is no matter what your budget is, you can make birthdays really, really special. And the number one way we do it in our family is we don't over-celebrate the kids at Christmas. We don't over-celebrate them at Easter because those holidays aren't about them. We've Mm. made it about them, but it's not about them. But in our house, when it's your birthday, we go all out. So when I say under $10, if you're on a tight budget, you can get streamers and balloons for under $10. And we do those just like tacky paper streamers all over our living room and kitchen and blow up a whole bunch of balloons, which my husband does have to help with. Way to go, guys. Yeah. Um, So Chris is amazing. Shout out to Chris for all the streamers he has taped to our ceiling. But that little thing 
makes the girls so excited. They know it's they get, about them. Yes, yes. It, because they just all day and they it turns into a whole week of like leave the streamers up, please. And you do half birthdays. You mentioned that we do how, half how birthdays. How far do you go with half birthdays? Smaller. Yeah, so when you they were yes, because five when you, five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you are a little kid, that five and a half is a big deal. Six and a half yes. is a big deal. And so we've always celebrated half birthdays. Now there's definitely been times I've forgotten about it, and I have never been let off the hook for that. <laughs> Um, but smaller. We don't do like big presents. We try to do a fun meal and just like talk about oh, good. them. And That's the uh, sandwich with I the, ca- the yes. candle time. Yes, yes. This Focus on the Family broadcast will continue in just a moment. Focus on the Family Canada's Hope Restored Marriage Intensive Program is a proven program designed to save couples from the brink of divorce. For over 15 years, Hope Restored Marriage Intensives have helped more than 4,500 couples, and over 80% of those surveyed are still together two years after attending. If you or someone you know is facing a crisis in their marriage, please call Focus on the Family Canada today at 1-833-999-HOPE or visit hoperestoredcanada.ca to find out more. I was really struggling as we walked through the aftermath. It just felt like every day was a struggle. It was hard to breathe sometimes. It was hard to just function day to day, and it was so lonely. When Carrie learned of her husband's affair, she felt betrayed by God. She lost hope until she heard a Focus on the Family podcast. The reason why I listened to it over and over again is because it felt like I was sitting down with a friend who was telling me, like, I've been there, and it's okay, and you can do this, and I promise in the end it's going to be worth it. And it just broke me in a good way. I'm Jim Daly. Working together, we can heal more broken marriages like Carrie's and give families hope. Please join our marriage restoration team. Call 800-the-letter-A-in-the-word-family. That's 800-A-FAMILY. Or donate at focusonthefamily.ca slash give. Thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. Let's resume now with the balance of today's programming. Well, Becky Kaiser is our guest today on Focus on the Family, and uh, all of these ideas and many, many more are in her book, Sacred Holidays, Less Chaos, More Jesus. And to get your copy, just give us a call, 800-A-FAMILY, or stop by focusonthefamily.ca. Becky, one thing I, I certainly see this with Jean is it's hard, I think, for women to celebrate their birthday. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it sounds odd to even say that, but right. I think a lot of women are saying, man, nobody's really recognizing my birthday yeah. the way I would like my birthday right. to be recognized. <laughs> but uh, but speak to that self-guilt, really, mm-hmm. that so many wives and moms have about celebrating their birthday. Right. I think we've kind of touched on that a little bit, that women, we love going all out for our people. We love celebrating them. But we genuinely struggle to receive any form of love. Whether you give us a compliment, we brush it off. And then to be celebrated, it feels uncomfortable because we're typically the ones celebrating others and putting that all together. So for women, I would encourage two things. One, I would say, set your expectations realistically. So if you don't have a husband who thinks of things, 
I would just have that expectation or let him know if you are wanting something special, hey, my birthday's coming up. Let's do something fun together. And that's at least an egg. Or you could tell your best friend, please make sure my husband does something for me. Yeah, It's something. Yeah. yeah. And that does, yeah, it can tend to detract from it, but it's wise to do it, but right? It's, it's training. And then yeah. he'll catch on. Yeah. And the other thing is you can celebrate yourself, which I know sounds super lame maybe at first. <laughs> and I, by celebrating yourself, I mean, I always try on or around my birthday to pull away for a little bit of time. Reflect on the past year. What was a win? What was a fail? What do I want to improve on? And then look to this coming year. Like, what's a big goal I have for this next year of my life? What's something I want to achieve? What are some habits I want to put into place? And so just that alone makes the day significant, even if you don't have family or friends who can celebrate with you. No, those are good good. thoughts. Yeah. Okay. After summer, we have Thanksgiving and Christmas. We did a previous broadcast Mm -hmm. on that. So if the listeners would like to check that out, a little more in-depth on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, we'll we'll link over there. Okay, good. And... uh, what I'd like to get to is how can we find the balance between the sacred part mm-hmm. of Thanksgiving and Christmas and then the fun part. This is always mm-hmm. the trick, right? It's with every like that's Especially what we're with learning kids. from this. With kids, with extended family. So for Thanksgiving, my number one tip with that is to focus your heart on gratitude as much as possible. So we do like a gratitude wall in our home where ki- our kids will write on a note card, something they're thankful for every day, and we tape it to the wall and fill up a whole wall. Um, or for the month of November? For or? the month of November. Oh, that's great. That's, that's good. Um, and Thanksgiving Day, while you're celebrating Thanksgiving with family, go around the circle or the table and share, what are you most thankful for? Like spend some time actually being thankful, not we just for that. the awesome things. I'm day. laughing because we start every time. Gene sometimes is a little upset with me because I say, Okay, let's do Jean's tradition. What are you thankful for? And we all giggle a little bit, but we do it. We do it. It gets a little silly sometimes, yes. but we do it. Silly yes. is good. Silly yes. is good. And just spending some time reflecting is so important. Helps bring it back to what it's yeah. supposed to be. About. Okay, New Year's Day. We're rattling through these pretty quick, but New Year's Day can be difficult to celebrate as a family because a lot of it happens late mm-hmm. at night at the turn of midnight. <laughs> um, you do something that Gene and I both caught. I, I wish we would have thought about yes. it, and that is the noon celebration. You could do Explain noon. It. You got, it was noon when my kids were younger. Now 10 o'clock is what they think is midnight. <laughs> uh, my best friend Kelly is actually here with me now. We typically do New Year's, our families together, and sometimes other friends as well. And at 10 o'clock is when we're like, all right, it's New Year. And they don't That's know any right. different because they can't read a regular clock. Right. And so, let me tell you, the older you get, the earlier you can do this. Like yes. 7 p.m. Yes. It's time I, to celebrate. It's midnight somewhere. It's midnight in Nova Paris. Scotia. <laughs> yes. So we'll take all the poppers and the sparklers outside and we'll be like, 10, 9, at a random. It could be 9.47 and we're doing our countdown and then they go down and we can choose to stay up or not stay up till midnight so i like that yeah it's a good idea all right this is the one that most men have fear and trembling over (laughs) valentine's day Mm -hmm. i am guilty i mean it's Mm -hmm. like what day is today john and john will say today's valentine's day today (laughs) is valentine's day and i gotta run to the store and get the flowers and find something that gene will think is very meaningful Mm -hmm. and first of all just the pressure that we could have for that address that and then what are some things we can do you know i we me and my husband don't actually like valentine's day (laughs) for that reason it just feels like there's so Mm -hmm. much pressure on this one day to creatively express to the person you love how much you love them and then everything's like 10 times the price so why yes it's terrible why is it a b but then we have all we have three girls who like lavender tea and valentine's day (laughs) and and, chocolate and chocolate (laughs) so they have actually taught us it's okay to like valentine's day and it can be significant and special to them so we 
more focused on them and going all out for the kids of an all red meal or so you can do like spaghetti and salsa and different things that are red to make it fun and then sending each other notes a couple years we've done like the mailboxes and you leave each other notes of encouragement throughout the time so thinking creatively you could write on a note card and tape a message to their door every morning or whenever you think of it and just trying to be intentional what do what do you love about the person i think yeah. we go through life so fast that we forget to tell people i, like that. I love mm-hmm. that you just did that right now yeah and, and so i stopping. just want to say to gene i thought the other day you were having lunch nearby focus here and i knew you were going to be there with your girlfriends and i was going to go over and put a note on your window but i was also in my car and i had no pen or paper so Aww. just know I gave that some yes, great thought. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that, that thought. Note I need sweet. some stickies in and, my car yeah. just for and we that. Have a husband, we that. have a husband <laughs> note-writing emergency kits for sale and available on our website. <laughs> that can be pretty good, yeah. actually. Well, I, it was hard for me this year. Dina was going to be out of town until like two days before, and then she wasn't. And so I'm thinking, uh-oh. And she was ahead of the pair. curve. She had something ready for me. And it was, she showed me up for once. That was really good. (laughs) (laughs) Competition in the Fuller home. Uh, Becky, at the end here, one thing we haven't covered. It's been fun talking with you. And you have some great ideas in your Mm -hmm. book, obviously. Uh, But some people are going through tough times. Um, This year, maybe more than ever. And the next set of holidays that we go through with Easter and summer and Thanksgiving and Christmas and so on. They're going to be a little different. They're, maybe they are separated. Maybe they ended up divorcing. Maybe yeah. they lost a spouse. Yeah. Um, maybe through COVID. Who knows? Right. Um, it, speak to that person's challenge of finding joy in a time when it's hard to find joy. Yeah. I have a whole chapter in the book because I realized there was a lot of common obstacles that kept happening for each holiday. And one of the chapters is a grief chapter because I think – As Christians, we do a really poor job of allowing ourselves to feel sad or to feel disappointment or to feel like an expectation we had didn't get met. And so I would just tell anyone listening what the book says of it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not feel okay on a certain day. It's okay to feel lonely because so many still are. Like my mom, severe chronic asthma. And so she has been isolated for almost a year now. Mm. And every holiday, it's just a FaceTime is all she gets. And um, so Mm. I would... Be honest and okay with where you're at. If you need counseling, get counseling because that's so important and vital. Mm -hmm. And then through the book and through this show, implement some things that you can do to still make it feel special to yourself. And know that every emotion is safe with the Lord. We saw a love that Jesus shows us constantly, that he cried when Lazarus died. He cried in the garden, that he experienced those emotions. And it gives us freedom to not be okay with certain things not being okay. Yeah. Mm, And I think, lastly, the the key here, and I hope people have heard this through our laughter, uh, but it's really to put the right emphasis on each of the holidays you experience or birthdays. Yeah. You know, when it's the Lord, let's focus on the Lord. Yeah. Let's teach our kids to yes. focus on the Lord. And I think that just that uh, recognition is mm-hmm. really important. Yeah. If you're trying to achieve one thing throughout the year yes. and the different holidays, you'd yes. agree with that? Yes. Yeah. It's so important that we get so caught up in all the things we're supposed to do, the things that we either Pinterest tells us to do, which is why parties have gone next level, or what we want to post on Instagram. And instead, it's so important that we say, I'm a follower of Jesus. And before you do anything else, that you're getting into God's word daily, that you're talking to him all throughout the day. And when your mind is fixed on what's most important, when your mind is fixed on the one who rose from the dead, 
that changes your perspective so you can handle the highs and lows all between throughout the holidays. Plus, the creator of all good things will give you creativity to make each of these ideas that we give you in the book to help make it your own and to think of new ways and new traditions for your family. Fantastic. Becky, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me back. I loved it. Jean, it's great to have you here. (laughs) It is. It's so good to have you here. Well, it's wonderful being here. Thank you. And Becky, thank you for your book, Sacred Holidays. Yeah, it's a wonderful resource. Let me uh, turn to the listener. I highly recommend Becky's great book, uh, Sacred Holidays, Less Chaos, More Jesus. Who wouldn't agree with that? Mm -hmm. And uh, you can order that directly from Focus Canada. When you do, you're supporting the ministry to strengthen marriages, to help parents, save babies' life. Uh, do order her resource through Focus Canada. Yeah, contact us today and get the get a hold of those resources and let us know how we can help. Our number is 800, the letter A in the word family, or stop by focusonthefamily.ca. And next time on this broadcast, we'll commemorate Good Friday as Lee Strobel shares his personal testimony along with evidence that supports the Easter account. So I said, okay, if there is no God, if there is no heaven, if there is no hell, if there is no judgment, if there is no ultimate accountability, then the most logical way for me to live my life would be as a hedonist, someone who just pursues pleasure. And that's what I did. On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller inviting you back as we once more help you and your family thrive in Christ.